You're listening to Yo! and Underlords Podcast. Brought to you by YetiArcade.com. Yo! 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 Level up your game by getting the latest news, reviews, and strategy to help you in your quest to becoming a Lord of the White Spire. And now your hosts... Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Yo! and Underlords Podcast, brought to you by YetiArcade.com. Today is Saturday, October 12th of 2019, and here in Kansas City, I am your host, J.R. Cook, and I'm joined by our uh, normal full crew again today. Um, So let me go ahead and introduce them, coming all the way from Amish country, Indiana. We have Mr. Big Time Contract, Willie. How's it going, Willie? It's going fantastic. Had a lot of fun with Dota past week. We'll yeah. get into that for here soon. Doing but, a lot yeah, of okay. admin work. Yes, and that's done. Awesome. Thank uh, God. Yeah, And then uh, all the way up in Michigan country, wherever that is, <laughs> up somewhere in like southern Canada, I think, is where that's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. We're the, um, we're the state the that thumb. looks like a sweater. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Charlie. How's it going? Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's been a uh, pretty mild week um, playing here and there, but uh, enjoying so far, getting excited for the big update. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's one of those things right now where the game, like, I think everybody is preparing <laughs> for the big update. And, yeah. And it's really hard to play the game right now. <laughs> <laughs> it really is because the changes that are coming in are so wild. Like, you know, underlords are coming, like new alliances are coming, new heroes are coming. We may duos are coming. Like the I think they're going to start the seasonal rotation with the start of season 1. So that's coming. Like I I agree, it's really hard to play the game when all these exciting changes are on the horizon. Yeah. It's a problem that I sometimes have with Hearthstone for the exact same reasons. It's like, okay, the game, like, I feel fine about it. Every once in a while, I'll, 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 you know, load it up. But right now, for me, it's like I've done everything that I want to do at this point. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna raise my rank any higher. Um, I'm not gonna try to sit there and really figure out the meta right now. Um, because I know that everything changes now in two weeks and those two weeks are going to be exciting when that happens. Yeah. I'm looking forward to all the additions. Um, right now playing in this meta hasn't been, um, it, it's not a bad meta. I don't think it's really that bad. It's just, uh, it, it's kind of, um, I, I've had my fill of it <laughs> at this point, kind of yeah. like what you were alluding to. Um, I enjoy playing six warriors. I, I like rushing it. I like being aggressive with six warriors. It's been working for me when I do play, but, uh, yeah, with, with the addition of, uh, all the things coming soon. Um, it's it's uh, it's been pretty hard to just uh, focus in on uh, wanting to grind out rank anymore right now. So I'm I'm really looking forward to the big changes that are coming down the line, though. Um, Man, I just I just thought of of a comp. I'm going to try. I'm going to try six warriors, four druids because there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, that yeah that works. Okay. I mean, I uh, there's some overlap. I feel like there's not enough strength there like when you go six warriors i always end up in good stuff like after that like i mean it's it's i mean not really good stuff but like you know necrophos and savage druid does um or lone druid does complement it well but usually that'll be with either just one other druid um sometimes the tree i i do that yeah like i like i feel like tree would be a really strong complement to six warriors 
Yeah, yeah, you can do tree and, and lone druid. I, I like that sometimes. Um, I, I uh, it, there's just so much value, like because when you when you do six warriors and you obviously add two, you're you know at level eight. So at that point, you might start finding uh, aces and whatnot. It's hard to pass on a disruptor or and an yeah. alchemist if you see those things like that. And, and I'm sorry, we're already three minutes in, and I've already thrown us off the rails. <laughs> I mean, that's expected, yeah. <laughs> right? Um. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say something, then I completely forgot it. Um. Oh, I, I remember what I was gonna say now. So, uh, next week's show is up in the air right now. Um. So we'll get into this in the news, but um, they basically said that the update isn't gonna hit until like another two weeks. Um. But next week they might release some of the uh, new features and stuff like that, or not release them, but talk about them and show us what it is. If there's a lot of content there and we want to talk about it, we'll do a show next week. Um, mm -hmm. If there's not, then we'll probably wait until after the big update hits, just because there'll be more to talk about. Because right now um, we feel really bad about giving more information about like strategy and stuff like that when everything's going to really change and settle in after two like within the next two weeks like it's gonna be old bad information at that point um and i think we're just gonna wait so yeah some of the strategy sessions right now our sections right now have kind of been we've been chasing our tails a little bit because we'll provide information and then everything will change the next yeah. week or whatnot, yeah like so. the yeah. one show we did where we recorded and like 16 hours later they changed it yeah. So. yeah i really think you need to go back and change the name of that episode to 16 hours <laughs> Like, it, can we do that? Because I'm really hung up on that idea now because that bothered me. Yeah. Like, I, like not that we, you know, put the effort in recording because I, I love doing this. Um, It was just more like, couldn't you wait? Like, I don't know, give us a full 24 at least, you know, before the last episode's irrelevant. Well, to be fair, it was kind of our fault for basically yeah, that was a... waiting uh, because we had to record a little bit later in the week than what we normally do. Yeah. So. <laughs> we learned our lesson that time that recording on Wednesdays is normally not a good idea. <laughs> That's and so I know I I I flip flopped on the issue of the constant updates recent recently, but I I would like to note that it made casting UPL really exciting because you really got to see who figured out the new meta the quickest. Like if yeah. you if you saw if you saw one of the guys go like one three, one, 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 or two throughout his night, he's got it figured out pretty clearly based on those results. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was really exciting it's like to see who had figured out what in, the, in that final round. No, that's, and, that's one of the reasons why whenever, like, Hearthstone uh, new expansion comes out or they make buff or nerf changes and stuff like that, like, Hearthstone the next day is very fun and exciting to see who is figuring out the meta right then and there. You know what genre of games that doesn't work for? Fighting uh, game. Okay. Like the day after Evo, like the first, like the that first week after Evo, and someone, the whoever wins, like Street Fighter Five, that's literally all you're gonna run into online because that's the new broke thing, and it's you know, people are playing against you who have no idea how to use that character, and it's always annoying. It's wow. never fun. Yeah, I don't play a fighting game, so I don't know what that's like because. I'm a button masher, and I don't know what to do. I just, yeah, that's about it. Oh, yeah, so that's is everybody else stand. in the FGC. <laughs> <laughs> they all just smash buttons. Yeah, but I have no rhyme and reason on what buttons I'm smashing, so. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, all right, that's fair. Yeah, so. um, but Willie, 
you were talking about uh, what you've been up to in this last week with admin things. Yeah, uh, I had the pleasure of uh, adminning the Chengdu uh, major qualifier on some of the NA and uh, SA side, and then I uh, then worked the Summit minor qualifier for SA and uh, some of. No, I did all of SA actually. I didn't do didn't touch any NA. So for those so of us, of so for those of us that have never heard any of those words in our lives, what what does that mean? Um, basically, I hosted the tournament from my end. I would host lobbies, make sure teams got in there on time, um, didn't exceed any like pause time, made sure they stayed like respectful um, in uh, in chat lobbies and whatnot. And a lot of cat hurting. It's a lot of cat hurting sometimes. And this was oh, like for and, a major like Dota two tournament or something. Yeah, the the qualifiers uh, from that major uh, the Chengdu qualifier major. Uh, they they're going to China essentially. Oh, gotcha. All right. The, yeah, they're going to China essentially, and for uh, a major tournament, I think the prize pool is like three million dollars. Oh, dang! It's either one point six or three. It's it's a it's a decent chunk. I don't I, actually. You know what? I take that back. I don't know how they prize pull out the, the majors anymore. I know it's gone gone through changes throughout the uh, the years, but it used to be like a base one point six million prize pool. Um, yeah. So that you know that was a qualifier for a big money tournament, and then what the minor does is it's a feeder tournament. Like the team who wins the minor gets to go to the major. So it's like a second chance tournament. Gotcha. So right. and that's gonna that's gonna be summit or no? Yeah. Okay. I want to stick with that. Okay. So, but yeah, that was a lot of like it's a lot of fun. I get a lot of watch a lot of great Dota. It's and I get paid for it. <laughs> that's yeah. the best part. That's the best part for sure. Uh, paid work is always good. Um, uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about our Discord. Um, we did have yeah. some people trickle in, so yay for that. More people than I expected, because I expected just one person. Uh, <laughs> we had more than one, so that's cool. Um, and then, uh, I have a better link for you guys too that I can give on the air. Very easy to follow. So you don't have to try to find our Twitter feed or anything like that. Discord.me slash yo podcast. If you go there, we'll join our discord. So discord.me as an M E slash yo podcast. And that, well, that will get you there. I think that, I think that's where so far. We'd like to get some more in there. Probably, uh potentially get some uh, show lobby games going. Yeah, and actually I'm going to shout out the ones who've joined so far with Hi There, Becca Berracuns, Bebracuns, <laughs> Bebracuns. Okay, yeah, right, I'm going to go with that. Um, and then Crushinator. Yeah, and our so, good old friend Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Always Jimmy. But yeah, thanks for joining the Discord, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, Um. so hopefully more people join now that they have an easier way of doing so. And uh, we can, we've been talking about the updates and stuff in there. Um, it's a pretty chill little place. And uh, I would like to get some games going. Like, it would be a lot of fun to have, like, one day or one evening sometime uh, just dedicated to getting a bunch of people together and playing some games. Yeah, yeah especially when yeah. Duos comes out, we can have partner matches yeah. and whatnot as well oh yeah yeah like yeah i i'm all about running in-house leagues or not in-house leagues but just getting in-house games going yeah that i'm i'm always down for that yep um so with that said uh we should probably hop over to the news this week in dota underlords 
Um, so the first thing that we wanted to talk about, we're, we're just going to mainly be talking about updates here. Um, but we missed last week's show. Um, so this, uh, so we're going to go back a little bit further to October 2nd. Uh, the update in which Tusk's foes are brought back down to Earth. And this is probably the worst update that Underlords has ever had for the simple <laughs> fact that they fixed an issue where Tusk could punch something so hard. It never returned to Earth, and I am mad. Yeah, yeah, the game's dead. GG, guys. <laughs> like this, like the game is literally unplayable now. <laughs> well, they did have I, a uh, notice me animation for Tiny, so they were trying to help give back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, they did finally remove the summon units challenge, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, the best it. challenge after after that last <laughs> update. <laughs> It was a lot too. It was like summon two hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Try doing that when you can summon zero. So, <laughs> well, you could still summon the bear. Oh, the bear and arc warden. That's true. So you could theoretically get it done. It was just gonna take you years. <laughs> um, and then and then the other thing was fixed an issue where some updates that preferred uh the unit's current target, for example, Slardar's corrosive haze, could be cast outside their maximum range. I didn't um, realize that was happening but that's a uh yeah nice little buff to slardar there yep uh so those were the general changes that they had and then the hero changes um lichen shapeshift fix an issue where lichen was healing too much on shift okay cool uh we already talked uh slardar the cross of haze will no longer be casting in on target currently affected by it um venomancer the venomous gale while venomancer still only targets units within his attack range of three cells the actual Gale projectile travels up to five cells, and projectile damage was increased to 30, 60, 120 from 25, 50, 100. Um, so I, they like bumped to, up Venomancer after his big change a little I, bit. I'd like to uh, note that he does a deceptive amount of damage. If you like yeah. get him in like a, a two or a, a two or, or a four, like a four comp, a four beast comp, he. Uh, like he was consistently doing just south of uh, eight thousand. Like just every turn. Like if you can get if you can land good venomous scales, man, his DPS just absolutely skyrockets. Yeah, he seems pretty okay, and I, I it seems like Savage is the kind of thing where it does pretty well in the early and mid game. But if it's if you're going late, you absolutely have to transition out of it. At least that's what people are kind of saying. And uh, he's someone who could probably stick around it and still, you know, fit into a good stuff comp, you know, especially if you want him to be like your fourth warlock or something. Yeah. And right now, I think how Savage are set up, I think Warrior and Knights are just like absolute hard counters to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, with Six Warrior being so popular and Knights, I mean, I can't remember the last time Knights, I didn't see somebody in Knights. <laughs> so they're pretty yeah. much in every game right now. Yeah. Um, and the last hero change was to Viper. Um, this was a pretty big change for Viper, and it happened right after I had talked about Viper being like the worst assassin. <laughs> and then and then Charlie's like, No, he's he's actually a pretty good assassin. Well, put him in your assassin comp now, Charlie. Right. Because <laughs> Viper is now a scaled dragon. No longer a dragon assassin. Hmm. Um, removed his Viper Strike ability. Added Nether Toxin, which Viper poisons a cell, uh, dealing 5,100 to 150 damage 
per second to any enemy unit in it and disabling their passives of a duration of five seconds uh mana cost is 50 cooldown five seconds yeah i i wasn't a huge fan of this change i i mean his his previous ability was way i i don't have it in front of me but before nether nether toxin seems very lackluster compared to how but, it used to be yeah um, um he, he he's a complementary unit you can see you can play him if you need him to finish a scaled bonus uh preferably you're that you're also going to be using dragon and maybe you know something where uh knights splashes the scaled now you can go with uh viper and tide hunter um to get the uh scaled and dragon bonus online but i don't know it, it just seems like a a, a nerf in general another toxin could be good if but the big part of it is viper poisons a cell a single cell like they're just going to move out of it eventually you know like if if the ai was really smart and placed it on the right unit, like as soon as it sees phantom assassin or slark jump on a unit it, it you know nether toxins the space it's standing in sure it'd, it'd be pretty good but the ai is kind of kind of clunky so I, I just feel like this was a, a pretty big nerf yeah i don't know have you seen it have you seen a lot of viper being played i uh, have Willie? not or yeah, I'm not or, Willie, yeah. but I have not. <laughs> uh, ask me in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I just because that's when you like like because I actually do like these changes. This because I'm a guy who likes things to kind of be the same. Um, and this actually to me kind of puts him more in line with how he should be played in Dona, which is this kind of tankyish frontliner uh, who has you know good disables and. I don't think Nether Toxin should be a single cell, like because that's how it functions in Dota. It's it's a it's a ground target ability. So they're just kind of like I don't think it should be a cell. I think it should kind of spread because that's what it does in Dota. It kind of spreads out slowly um, from where you target it. And like I'm I'm like I'm already thinking of ways of how to make this. Like, but I I think you need to stop thinking of him as an assassin from this point and start thinking thinking of him as a kind of mid tank i mean like that's, you don't you that's don't want him on the front line that's all good and fine if that's the intention but if that's the intention the ai needs to be smarter because nether toxin is just honestly like a throwaway ability at this point because if it goes on the wrong cell it, it, what did it do nothing right okay yeah no. i mean that's just how i look at it because it's not it, the damage isn't so insane that it's just gonna like overtake a unit so even then, if it happens to land on the right unit and hit a unit that has a passive ability, like the damage isn't like so good that it's it's mind blowing or anything. You're looking at 250 damage over five seconds at level one and 500 over five seconds at level two. You know, it's good, but it's not necessarily just going to kill anything that steps in it either. You know, so it's nice that he he completes alliances, but I think that's about all he does right now because that ability is pretty trash. It yeah. does handle brawny. Again, if the AI was smart, though, but with one cell, I mean, it has to be perfect. That's that's kind of my point. I don't know. I've, I've been out of my soapbox about Bad Viper long enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the next two changes uh, got slightly changed already. Um, yeah. Uh, well, one of them's a big change. One of them's a slight change. Um, but item changes big time contract players can only have a maximum of one of this item now. That lasted for a whole week. Yep. Um, so let's ignore that because it's it's we'll talk about it in a bit. Um yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well it did happen. It happened for a week. Uh, alliances <laughs> uh savage changed to allied savage units gain plus four, eight, fifteen attack damage each time they land an attack to an enemy. 
Uh, this replaces the bleed effect that would be applied each time they landed an attack. Um, there is an addition to this now that they also added because this wasn't strong enough. It still probably yeah. isn't. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Um, what the bleed the, the bleed damage was pure damage, so nothing reduced it. Um, this now is just straight up attack damage, yeah. so it can be mitigated. And not all savages are the quickest attackers. Um, because I've been trying to make six savage work and it doesn't. <laughs> like I can't like I fall off like super hard come round twenty six, twenty seven. Like yeah, it just doesn't because, scale well into the late game. Yeah, I like with the, the troll alliance. Yeah, and and they uh they even buffed it, which we'll get into in a minute. And it still is just like good or okay early game, I guess. But like, yeah, it's you something you can like, leverage when if everybody thinks it's bad and nobody's in it. Well, you can use it to snowball some early victories and get a win streak, and then hopefully get ahead of your opponents economy wise or level wise. Then then transition into something that's a little stronger for the late game, whether that be mages or warriors or good stuff. There's a lot of options there. So yeah, I mean, there it's okay. I think it's okay to have an alliance that's just early game, uh, but. I, I think some of the unit distribution could be a little more even. Like you said, they're not the, some of them aren't the fastest attackers. Lycan kind of feels in a weird place now after his changes, things like that. Yeah, Lycan just doesn't feel good anymore, in my opinion. And that, that yeah. kind of makes me sad because, like, I even, I had, I was, when I, last time I was running Six Savage, like, I even threw a moon shard on, on uh, Lycan just to get that, you know, attack bonus going up quicker. And mm -hmm. man, it, it just, it did not factor in. Like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, as as you were kind of speaking to earlier, I think Venomancer has some of the biggest damage potential, especially as an early game unit. You get a nice two-star Venomancer real early. You can you can get some key wins, but, you know, it, you're, you'll probably only have at most two Savages in an endgame comp build that you were transitioning out of early yeah. Savages from. So you got to kind of pick and choose which ones you might go for three stars with. But, I, yeah, I, they're just, they're not good. As you said, with them, with damage being able to be mitigated and warriors more popular than ever, it, it's hard to bring them to a late game and hope to place higher than fourth or fifth. Yeah, um, Charlie, you mentioned something about um, transitioning into good stuff, yes. and you've you've used that term a couple times now. Oh, <laughs> um, and for people who are still fairly new uh, to Underlords, what is good stuff? Well, it's essentially just um, what you're going to be doing is trying to get a lead that you build on early and then get to all the units that are tier four and tier five that kind of complement each other. You're looking for uh, units that are considered strong in the meta, um, you know, things like uh, Tidehunter, um, Dragon, uh, Dragon Lord, Dragon Warrior. Dragon Knight. Dragon Knight. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anything that uh, is pretty much an ace works. I mean, you know, you, you could find yourself in Lich or Gyro or it's it's just essentially good stuff. You know, uh, a lot of it's four cost things. Um, and you want to try and get a few alliances together if you can. Uh, scaled, Heartless, Savage. There's the Primordial pair of like Arc Warden and Enigma. Things like that. Gotcha. I just wanted to, you know, I sometimes those terms get overlooked yeah, on people who are still kind of new to the game. So no, for sure. And a lot of the times you just kind of end up in warriors and warlocks. Like that's been good stuff for me a lot, a lot of the games. But you know, uh, yeah, it's it's all basically just trying to build a very big lead early and then transition that early lead into a late game comp that has strength as soon as possible. Yep. All right. 
Um, so the next update uh, that we'll go over here, this one is more recent. This was a couple days ago, uh, October 10th. And so we can't bear this bug anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find out why that's the joke in a bit. Um, and, and this is where it says, note, this is our last update before the big update. Uh, next week, we won't get a new update, but next change, if all goes well, we'll start showcasing each of the new features you'll find in the big update as we approach release day. See you then. Um, by release day, so we're looking at potentially October 24th is when the big update will come out. Um, and then, as I said earlier in the show, we may not have a show next week just because we want something yeah. to talk about. And if they yeah, don't give we us only enough, get a few... <laughs> we're not going to do one. Right. We can't exactly do a show if they give us like four screenshots and two paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and also, like we said, like the game right now is just in a place where it's just like we're just waiting for the update. So uh -huh. whatever we talk about is going to go away very soon. I don't want to say it's, I don't want to say the game's stale, but it's more anticipation. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too early to feel like the meta's grown stale or, or there's anything really wrong with the game at this point. It's just, it feels like there's, you know, <laughs> just a big portion of it's missing right now. Right. It's and I have played, and I have played up to this point what I want to play out of what we have. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so first of all, they fixed an issue where the where units could force could be forced to attack untargetable units. Example: Pudge hooks an undying unit. Um, fixed an issue where all damage done by Medusa's Ace effect, uh, where all skilled units do damage to units near them, uh, would be credited to Medusa only. Uh, thanks Medusa for stealing all my kills. <laughs> KS Medusa. Yep. Getting all uh, kinds of credit for that damage <laughs> she wasn't doing. Um, the hero changes. Uh, Enchantress. Uh, Nature's Attendance fixed an issue where the wrong heal amount was displayed on the ability tooltip. Whatever. Uh, Lone Druid Spirit Bear Entangling Claws fixed an issue where Entangling Claws would never be cast. That's a pretty big <laughs> That's bug. That's a problem. That's a pretty big yeah. bug. Now we see why we can't bear this bug anymore. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, Lone Druid was pretty unplayable during that period. Yeah. Uh, and then Viper, max mana is now 50. I have no idea what his max mana was before. Well, it was at 100. So what's okay. interesting yeah. is they the week prior, he's he was the only character who had a ability who cost 50, but their max mana was 100. So there is little small occasions where you could kind of ramp faster towards your second cast of the ability than most units would have the chance to, but it was a small benefit at best. Gotcha. Um, so some fairly small changes that trickled in. Um, item changes. Oh, hey, look at this. Big time contract players can now get more than one of this item again. <laughs> Lasted entirely. Yeah. I think people were pretty <laughs> sad because, like, big time contract, while um, could feel very overpowered and bad most of the time, a lot of the time it just felt fun, especially when you got like two, you know, or, but I, I don't know. Um, I haven't really played enough Bloodbound since, because this came out about two days ago from when we're recording. Yeah. So I don't know how good the new changes are in comparison with uh, getting the big time contract back because they did change Bloodbound, which we'll talk about here in a moment. But it, I think the intention of big time contract is to be fun. And when you take it away and you, you, you can only let people have one, they feel like you're taking their fun away. So there's kind of a backlash and I feel like that's why this got reverted. Yeah. Uh, I, that's a good point. It's all about, because it's one of those things where I know Willie always does it for the quote unquote memes, yep. which I still think is the dumbest term ever, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's really about I just want to do this because if it's if it's pulled off, 
I will laugh hysterically because it's funny. Right. I'm going to have a 40-foot-tall terror blade walking across the field just right. insta-giving people with one or two hits. Like, that's that's fun. But, like, yeah, when you could only have one and they only got so big, and it felt like, like come on, Velvo, don't take our fun away. Yeah. Um, and Target Buddy can no longer be healed. Cool. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wish it could be like I wish they, I wish they would undo that. That gave Target Buddy so much value. Yeah, I think that it was probably taken away because of Warlock too, because it was just free healing, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's a yeah, that's a fairly sort of significant change. Um. Alliances. So Bloodbound. This is what you were talking about, Charlie. Uh, change to when a Bloodbound unit dies, it gives. Plus 125% attack damage in addition to any existing Bloodbound bonus it has to a random friendly Bloodbound unit. Yep. So what does this, I don't change, like this change mean, Willie? I don't like this change. Like I, I thought I, I misread it initially and I was like really excited for it. Um, But now now that, I, that I'd actually read it, I'm like, ye- Bloodbound is probably the most positional heavy alliance to get the maximum benefit out of well it's um, random so you can't even position like positioning isn't going to help you to where it bounces well you're not how to say it you want the other units to die as quickly as possible so that last bloodbound unit gets all the attack damage in the end and that's going to take some finagling in your in your comps like oh, making I, sure yeah. you can properly chain that bonus to where you're i don't want to say maximum outputting the bloodbound dps but well, you like can't predict you... it though, right? Like, because let's say you put Warlock Ogre yeah. and you have two guys in the back. Warlock dies and it gives the Bloodbound bonus to one of the guys in the back, and then Ogre dies and it doesn't hand out a bonus. Yeah. Or it doesn't, it might hand out a bonus to the other guy. So you're not stacking the bonus where you'd like it. It's still hand out a bonus, but it could bounce to where each of them only have 125 apiece, which isn't necessarily terrible. But um, it feels like this is only going to be good if you can get your hand on two contracts now. Or just, I, I suppose you could still do the old thing where you spread out two Mr. Warlocks and maybe you upgrade your Ogre Mage to a, a two-star and you have another two-star in front or something like that and you spread it around. But this is really going to shine when you get when you get a couple of big-time contracts, I think. Yeah, it's it just sounds like it's a lot more effort than I care to put into an alliance. You are taking away Willie's fun by adding effort. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's kind of why I like auto chess. It's pretty, uh, you know. I don't in, think this is that different genre. from how they used to play, though, right? No, it's like, pretty different. It used yeah, to just, just apply the... it to all the units. Now it stacks the bonus to apply it all to one unit at the end. So the end game is still exactly the same. If you're trying to kill all your bloodbound units, but but one, that one unit is going to end up with all the buffs. Right, but if something goes wrong, You'll literally have two your units you... with a buff. Shit, right. the buffs will still be there, though, right? Yeah, the buffs will still be there, but it will most likely, if you're trying to protect a a, a BTC unit, um, and something goes wrong, and that BTC unit dies early, well, okay, cool. Your whole strat kind of just fell apart right there, and I hope you enjoy your seven hundred and fifty percent war one star warlock. <laughs> but that's how it was previously yeah. too right like if if something goes back and stuns the person you have big time contract on yeah that 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 kills yeah, previously too it this just feels worse to me fair enough all right 
Uh, moving on to Savage. Uh, like we said, this has changed a little bit. Um, allied units gain plus four, eight, fifteen attack damage each time they land an attack on an enemy, which was already there, or cast a damaging spell. Uh, this affects Venomancer and Sand King, the only Savage units with damaging spells. Yeah, this Neat. helped Venomancer a lot. Yeah, yeah, Venomancer is now more powerful. Sand King now more powerful. Yeah, you know, maybe really those are the Sand only King two you put power. in. Maybe those are the only two you put in. <laughs> That's possible. I mean, Lone Druid's still good too. Yeah, Lone Druid. Um, but it doesn't make six savages any better. No. Um, it's still just you splash it in. So that feels bad. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about on this update? No, no I don't think okay. so. Um, yeah, I, I think we kind of covered that Venomancer's probably the one of the best, better units in Savage right now, so giving him a little extra damage on, on his alliance if you plan on rolling them in the early game yeah. obviously helps him, but it's not a huge change. Yeah. Um, and shortly after that update, uh, we're channeling a hotfix. They came out with a hotfix, uh, three different hotfixes here. Uh, fix an issue where uh, once a unit's channeling was interrupted, it can never cast at a higher power than that. Uh, this affected Keeper of Light and Wind Ranger. If their casts were interrupted, any later cast would be at the same power level, even if in the later cast they successfully channeled the entire channel time. Um, so that's that sounds like a good fix. Uh, yeah. Fix a long-standing issue where more than one. And this is my favorite one. Fix a long-standing issue where more than one of the same type of demon would still invalidate the demon alliance. You can now have two of the same demons and not invalidate the alliance. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought this was intended. Um, I, I thought they intended to do this, but then uh, when I had said that on on uh, Reddit, somebody had pointed out, no, look at the wording. It, it's, it seems like it should s allow multiple of the same type. So ever since then, I was hoping they would clear this up because... You know, if you're in Terror Blade or something, or a Quap, and you're at one of those weird uh, situations where you're econing a bit, and the only unit you can really put out is something that you already have a two star of, well, this isn't going to feel so punishing now. Yeah. Um. And tweak Savage. Oh man, I'm having. So I woke up this morning with uh my throat's kind of meh, a little sick, so I'm having trouble talking today. Good times. Yeah. Um, tweak Savage numbers to seven fifteen twenty five. Um, from four eight fifteen, so they buffed up Savage a little bit. Um, and it says in our eternal playtest, the game is different enough that the old Savage numbers in the change to Demons felt balanced, but public is in a very different space right now, so this should work better for the public game. I still don't think it's enough. Yeah, yeah. they're kind of just alluding to what we were talking about, where everybody's in Warriors right now, and Savage is getting mitigated by it. Knights yeah. as well. Um, maybe I haven't really played since this came out though so maybe maybe it is i haven't seen anybody talk about that it is so maybe willie's uh upl will show something different uh, yeah. yeah looking at that keeper of the light chain the keeper and wind ranger fixes um i should be seeing them come back pretty hard yeah that's a uh pretty significant um bug that they were they had going on especially in the case of coddle because if you were putting your whole strategy about putting a refresher orb on Coddle and his first one gets interrupted and then it takes him forever to cast another one that's just as weak as the interrupted one. That's that that's pretty bad. Yep. Yeah. So um so yeah, some pretty good hot fixes that they put in. Um I'm curious, Willie, on what you on how UPL is gonna go. Um uh, uh, yeah, I, I you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> um but the big news is 
that there is no big news right now other than we're getting the big news a little bit later than anticipated. Yeah, the speculation date right now seems to be the, uh, I believe the 24th is what people are kind of predicting. There's obviously been no official announcement yet, but that kind of lines up with uh, the announcements and their general release time and whatnot. So we're hoping that uh, the big one hits on the 24th. Yeah, and uh, just so everybody knows, uh, the 24th, if if we don't get a lot of news next week, no show. I already said that. We'll try to do one after the big update. Um, that will be, uh, we'll do a show that week, and then the following week I'll be at BlizzCon. Um, so we won't be doing a show then either. Uh, so mm-hmm. for, for the foreseeable future, we're probably doing a show once every other week for a bit, and then we'll get back into the once weekly at some point. Yeah, once winter hits and everybody's staying inside, there's not as much to do. I'm sure we'll have shows every week. Yeah. Um, and if there's, you know, enough to talk about, which I think there will be. I think uh, I think once this big update hits and they start veering towards um, an actual release, I think we'll have a lot to talk about every week. Yeah, yeah. And even if we stay in the same season for a little bit, we can you know, obviously talk about what's working and what's not and things like yeah. that and not be so reliant on news uh, releases and and you know changes and updates but that's kind of what you do in a beta game you you, you see where they're going to land with their final product and and kind of track that and yeah i'm just curious to see what valve does with this game when it's yes. released and how they address the fact that they're probably way they're not probably they are way behind where other games are at of the same genre and uh if they plan on improving that uh with marketing or whatever that they decide to do. Yeah, the esports scene is going to be a big part of that. If they put a pu- pump a bunch of money into it, it's going to attract pros. So. Yep. Um, and I forgot to go look at something right before the show, so I am doing that right now. And uh, do do Because that's essentially what Auto Chess did. It was uh, it was falling behind after Underlords had come out, and uh, yeah, and and uh, TFT was out, but they announced their million dollar prize pool thing and their tournament and it attracted some bros. So I, I do think underlords will always be fine in regards to numbers, especially whenever uh, they have their official launch and, and we find out what kind of payouts and what kind of what their esports structure in general is going to be. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to go and look to see if we had any new emails this week. We actually don't. Uh, this is the first week we don't. Uh, so that, that oh, makes well. me sad, um, but also expected because I think pe- other people are kind of in the same boat we are right now the game um just based on other like input that we've had from people and stuff like that on twitter and discord and even following on reddit um but if you would like to email us uh that is uh yo underlords at gmail.com and uh we love getting emails we love like if you have any questions or anything you want us like even ideas of stuff you want us to talk about uh send us an email and it's a great like discussion point for us we love answering those so yo underlords at gmail.com uh, and um yeah i think it's probably time for us to uh get out of here because willie has a tournament that he needs to get to it never that is ends true. i think that's the button that's the button i was looking for uh <laughs> so anyway uh podcast reviews that's a great way of uh helping us out so if you enjoy the show and you're like, hey, how can I help you guys out? Podcast reviews. Just go over to iTunes, do a search there for Dota Underlords under the podcast. You'll find Yo there and leave a nice little review for us. And uh, if you leave a five-star review or any review, really, 
We hope it's five star. Um, we'll read it on next week's show. Um, and shout outs and how can people get in contact with you, uh, Charlie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BalrogFanBP. Uh, if you want to come watch me play some Magic, uh, which is probably all I'll really be playing in the following week, maybe a little bit of Underlords here and there, uh, you can check that out on twitch.tv slash BalrogFan. Yeah. Uh, Willie, how about you? Uh, I am, going, like you said, I'm going to be going to help uh, admin the UPL Elite uh, tournament here shortly. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Zexorus. Find me at Twitter at Zexorus. Uh, send your hate mail to Zexorus at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, I think I'm going to start a playthrough of the best game about American politics, Metal Wolf Chaos. All right. I don't have no idea what that is, but sure, sounds fun. Uh, <laughs> so go check that out if you understand what that is and are excited about it. Um, as for me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Eldorian. Um, and uh, also, don't forget to follow at Podcast Yo also on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to uh, join us on our Discord at discord.me slash yo podcast. And uh, for shout outs, um, I'm going to give a shout out to all the people that have joined our Discord so far. Uh, we've had some little bit of fun discussion in there already. I hope to see more of you. Uh, join and uh, as we chat about the game uh, anyway so thanks for joining us for episode 8 of Yo and Underlords podcast uh, you can tweet us as I said at podcast Yo or email us at younderlords at gmail.com with comments questions and ideas that you have for the show thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you either next week or the week after that